Welcome to Silicon Valley Momentum, where advisor and author Roland Siebeling talks all things tech startups and brings you interviews with founders across the world. Now, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to the Silicon Valley Momentum podcast. My name is Roland Siebeling. I'm a scale-up ally for tech founders, and I'm so excited this week because I've got two co-founders here of Linear B, Ori Karen, who's the CEO, and Dan Lyons, who's the COO. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. So Linear B, tell me what it's all about. Let's hear the elevator pitch. Ori, that's probably what you do all day, right? Yeah, I'll try my best and then we'll probably help. So Linear B, we're building a home for dev teams. Mm -hmm. uh, that's our goal and mission in life. Uh, basically what we do, we integrate with all your dev pipeline, Git, project management like Jira, collaboration tools like Slack uh, and more. And then what the solution does is analyzes, produces insights, and not less important, and sending them to dev teams where they are. That's, I think, a very important part of what we're doing mm -hmm. in order to help execute better. That's a simple mission, but yet very complex that Linear B has. Our target audience is dev leaders. Founder dev leaders can be team leaders, VPs of engineering or VPs of R&D. Product mm. owners, they really like our product uh, lately. Mm. And very interestingly, also developers, mostly senior developers usually that, you know, top of their day-to-day -day work, they also see, okay, how can we help this team get better and how can we help a team improve? So that, that's our audience. And I think we're, we're, you know, we always want to improve, but we're doing a, a pretty good job in doing all of this without like changing the way people work, helping mm. them improve without changing the way they work, which is an important ingredient of what we do. Okay, that sounds really exciting. So then what would you say is the core pain point that you're addressing here? Like, why is this more than just a vitamin for deaf teams and deaf leaders? Yeah, so one of the problems that dev teams have or one of the biggest pain points that they have is that you'll go and you'll start planning what you want to work on. So you go and you start planning what you want to work on. We call them stories. You might see a JIRA story or mm -hmm. a ticket in your project management system. Mm -hmm. And this usually happens between maybe the team leader, maybe the entire team, and maybe with the product owner. Mm -hmm. It takes a little bit of time. Maybe it takes 10% of your total time. And then once you start working and you start building and you start creating, which probably takes 90% of your time, mm -hmm. where there's no tool out there that really helps development teams actually deliver on their iteration. So these are things like automatically letting everybody know the status of a, a project ticket or getting a data mm -hmm. intelligence alert saying, hey, this work is stuck or can someone work on this PR? A lot of mm -hmm. dev teams are kind of left in the dust. Mm -hmm. So that's where Linear B comes in and really up empowers these teams to work asyn asynchronously. Mm -hmm. So it, I read on your website that really the current practices, like, let's say before Linear B, are forcing developers out of their flow and into meetings, into status updates, all that stuff that makes them really inefficient, right? Can you expand on that a little bit, Ori? Yeah, sure. This was actually an interesting trend that we saw. It started before the pandemic that unfortunately hit the, the world mm -hmm. uh, lately. But, you know, I'm a developer. I started as a developer. We like to stay focused on what we're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and to be honest, you know, I think ed the agile movement really helped like bring us closer to the business, but mm -hmm. 
somewhere along the line uh, it also kind of was misinterpreted and brought a lot of like you know extra meetings extra sermons that weren't mm. always efficient well we talked to a lot of uh, dev teams and we hear this over and over again so we believe in uh, again we it's based on a lot of interactions with dev teams that there's a different way to work like, like exactly like you said where we call this async development or mm -hmm. async development where we acknowledge that asynchronous communication is the default form of communication, right? So we'll jump on meetings because there's still some magic that happens when you collaborate in meetings like this, where mm -hmm. we interact face-to-face -face synchronously, but we have to choose those. We can't say, hey, you know, let's keep all the thing, let's keep all the, you know, the routine as it is. And we believe, you know, that some of the daily meetings can become like an asynchronous things. Mm -hmm. some of the updates definitely that are more geared towards management and less helping each other can be more of like a asynchronous thing. You don't have to stop what you're doing and go and, and do this meeting right now. What Linear B actually allows you to do is it shows in this nice visualization what everybody worked on yesterday. Oh, shows awesome. it immediately. You don't have to ask that question anymore. Mm -hmm. So now when I come into the stand-up and, you know, let's say I have eight developers on my team, I can ask a more interesting question or I can mm -hmm. say something more interesting like, hey, team, I'm really stuck on this item here. Linear mm -hmm. V will actually even show you here's the item that I'm stuck on. Can I get mm -hmm. help? That's a, that's a quick update. Right. As opposed to like, here's the... 50 things that I did yesterday. No, everybody should automatically know that at all times. Very good, okay. Ori, can you tell us a little bit about the history of Linear B? Like, how did you start? Where was it founded? And how's the team currently set up? Yeah, so we actually know each other. We worked together, Dan and myself, in a previous company called CloudLock that was acquired by Cisco. Hmm. Congratulations. Um, uh, thank you. And thank this you. Was 20 2016 and we're both you know really connected on a personal level we worked in so many permutations i think dan was reporting to me at the beginning then i moved to do more of a cto type role and i was kind of more dependent on him to provide resources so we've seen each other in all the you know the situation which is i think it's a good recommendation for everybody know your partner very well before you uh go into like a, such an important journey with it right after you know the cisco journey we were very both very passionate to this slippery thing of like why at some point you know the team was highly engaged operating you know in such high throughput and great chemistry and why at some other points we lost it and, and it doesn't necessarily you know went like uh, with correlation to the growth like this the how, how big the team was uh, so it really bothers us and we started talking about it and mm -hmm. we decided to you know we gotta attack this problem you know this problem we, we came to it from a couple of angles both we're both like executives you know that were sitting in board meetings and staff meetings Mm -hmm. They were always jealous at, you know, the slides that the VP sales had, which, you know, such nice dashboard that be able to describe the, you know, their departments and where they are. So it started there, but very quickly we saw that it's along every level of the engineering department we can help, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, with data. Our, our setup is unique, you know, I'm based in Tel Aviv. Yeah. Dan is based in, uh, in California. Yeah. Before, you know, when I, we can like uh, fly, we were like flying all over and spending mm -hmm. every month time together. Right now, uh, it's a little bit more challenging, but, you know, our core business is uh, in California and the US where mm -hmm. the market is. And we have a very 
strong team of like R&D here in product uh, in Israel. And uh, when I talk to founders in, uh, in your stage, I would say early mid stage, right? I hear a lot of uh, confusion about, should I spend all my resources on engineering? Should I spend everything on go to market? How do you guys think about that? I'll just see who answers first. I'll, I'll try to answer first. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a great question because this is what we said at the beginning. We mm -hmm. built this company global in the beginning and we built infrastructures in both of, the, of these important mm -hmm. areas from the beginning. We put the uh, product in the end of the customers really fast. Yep. And we were able to do that because we built both of these platforms, like mm. both the like, go-to-market and both. Of course, in early stages, it's more about like product. Right. But I think that was a very smart move. It proven itself. We were able to like learn fast, iterate fast. So my tip, like, yeah, try to build both of these like platforms so you can scale both of them. Like uh, that, That's brilliant. I don't hear that very often. Often it's this hesitation to actually build a go-to-market function to want to have the product ready, if you would call it that way, right? So you really started it in parallel, maybe a bit more on the product side in the beginning. And as I gather from what you're saying, Ori, you learned a lot right away that you could apply to the product. Is that right, Dan? I'll add two things to that that I think are yep. important. One thing that we learned like really early on and even in the last company that we worked together is getting something out into the hands of customers as fast as possible and getting feedback is super important. Mm -hmm. Do that as fa fast as possible, learn, do it again, mm -hmm. right? So you might start with, you know, making sure that you have a little bit of an engineering organization to start with. So you can do that. But the thing for us is, you know, we're all about the product at, at our company, mm -hmm. you know, product led growth st style company here. So yep. where does the product actually start? Does the product actually start when they log into the actual application or does it start when they, you know, your, your user base starts reading some great content about your mission or like the mm. problem you're trying to solve. And then they're coming into the product and it's flowing really nicely and they can solve a problem. So one thing of that, you know, I think Ori did great as a CEO for us is to have like a more balanced team, you know, have some people in, in marketing, but not necessarily classic marketing, you know, some of this mm. product like growth marketing, it's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And it's, it's a pattern I see a lot, you know, we see, of course, that lots of companies want to be product led growth companies. And you're so right that it really then turns on the definition of what do you consider product? Because in a classical company, Maybe product is just considered the core technology, but when you start thinking from a user experience point of view, the product is so much broader than that, right? Yeah, exactly. All about community and having a great experience from the first time you interact with us into using the application, into solving your problem, and then do it again. Ori has a great uh, line that he says that every line of code is a business decision. So what does that oh, mean? Well, I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Every line of code is a business decision. This is what, what Ori says. And it's because, you know, the people who are building the product for your customers are making decisions every time they write code. Mm -hmm. And if you have a situation, you know, we're a big believer that dev teams are the heart of the business. If you have a situation where the business is providing great context mm -hmm. to the developers and the development team, and almost a little bit in exchange, then the development team is providing great transparency of this is how we work. This is mm -hmm. what we need mm -hmm. to get better. 
you know, these are the resources we need, or this is what we don't understand, then you're in a situation where you can build an unbelievable product. Uh, okay, so coming back to the uh, product-led growth and, you know, the go-to-market team next to the product team, as you explained, one question I get from almost every founder is, how did they know they had product market fit? So do you feel like you have product market fit already, or is it more like a linear process, like it goes further and further, or have you experienced like an explosive growth? What's the situation? Uh, I love this question because I think that, uh, you know, often founders will try to, um, you know, you're always fundraising and you always talk to investors and they have this urge to say, oh yeah, we have a product market fit after like, you know, sometimes six months of like iteration. So <laughs> I like to think about where we are right now. This is how I communicate, you know, with the team. We have the scent of a product market fit. Like we can see it, we can feel it. Why, why am I saying it? Because like, just like Dan said, like we understand now what it takes to bring somebody to try a product and we can bring them at scale. We also understand, you know, what are the things that are getting them, you know, engaged. Engagement mm -hmm. is such an important word. Like I think that's what people should like be focused on a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And we also understand, okay, yeah, we kind of understand how the buying motion will be. Proved it. Definitely, I, we're like a, we're starting to see a non-linear growth. I wouldn't say we're like uh, you know exponential right now. Mm -hmm. I'm always like more conservative there, but definitely feel that we are we are starting to see it because again, mm -hmm. all of the cycle that I just described is starting to happen. How do we bring people? How do they start to use the product? What's their first experience? How do they stay engaged week week by week? When did they raise their hand? Yeah, I want to mm -hmm. I want to expand here and buy something more, and how easy it is for them to. Uh, to do that. Once you, mm -hmm. you have all these pieces in your equation, you are like in a great trajectory. Absolutely. And it sounds like you've got a pretty clear definition of who your core customer is, right? Dev leaders, like a VP of engineering, sometimes even product owners. How do you actually reach those people? How do you make them aware of a product such as Linear B? And how do you get them to engage with it? That's a dance question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a me question. Uh, one, one thing to be clear, actually, our, our users right now are really engineering team leaders yep. and the teams themselves. Mm -hmm. But we also have a bunch of users that are VPs of engineering and, and CTOs and, and, mm -hmm. and that type of thing. And what we've really found, because I've come from this background or it comes mm -hmm. from the developer background, you have to be really truthful in the way that you're talking and you have to, you know, really be down to earth. And there's mm -hmm. kind of like a underlying no BS policy. <laughs> right. I've seen this for, for years with leading teams. So the way that we really try to interact with our community is providing this great down to earth content, mm -hmm. writing blogs, going on podcasts, interviewing people from our own community. You know, I mm -hmm. do a lot of the, the content myself and Ori does a lot mm -hmm. of the content himself. Of course, we have great marketing people that make our bad sentences sound amazing, but you know, there's <laughs> heart and soul behind what we're writing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what I believe kind of in the developer community is the truth always wins. So that's what yeah. we go for. Mm -hmm. And that's really that ethos of uh, technically minded people that have that value things like truth and scientific provability, yeah. maybe some values Real that time. are not always that, uh, are not Real always time. that prevalent in those days, right? Not yeah, I remember, so like I, yeah, I used to lead a lot of all hands 
for yeah. my engineering organization. And the mm -hmm. things that our developers would appreciate most is what they would call real talk. Right. I don't need sales talk. I don't need, you know, we're going to be unbelievable and everything <laughs> is so great. I need real talk. Like what's actually happening. And that, that's kind of what we try to translate with our uh, context for our content. So are you really saying that um, products targeting the dev community in whatever way possible should kind of ditch the traditional salespeople, the traditional marketing and focus on real talk? I think so. Yeah. And I, I don't, <laughs> you know, neither of us come from a sales background. So, right. you know, what's kind of traditional for, for us is kind of that openness since we're from the dev community. That's kind of how it's always been. Okay, so how many dev teams are there in the world? How big could this company become if we see you uh, conquering big market share? Uh, I, you know, the goal is to stay humble, but always shoot for those directions. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're saying, I think the last numbers that I saw were talking about, I think in GitHub, you have 20 million developers registered. Wow. Right? I think so. Uh, mm -hmm. maybe 25 million plus. I 25 think million. <laughs> yeah, so we think that uh, yeah, some of it is open source and people that are working individually, but, you know, dev teams, we definitely think it's like an endless, you know, market that we can uh, be part of or like uh, get like a big market share out of it. We're in the, you know, early and about to grow stage. We have at this point in time, 500 teams using Linear P. Okay. Uh, is, uh, and we think we can be by end of this year, we can triple it. We can go to... Uh, by the end of the year. Wow. That's a yeah, huge growth rate, right? Yeah. But, and, and it's due to, you know, some changes that we did uh, recently and... Mm -hmm where we, again, we uh, launched the free tier where every team in the world can, uh, and we yep. can use it and we see what ha what's happening week by week. Yeah, and that, uh, that must uh, generate great leads for you guys, right? So before we get into like what the future holds, what are some learnings that you've picked up on the way as founders? And if maybe founders that are not quite as far yet with their startup would like to learn something from you guys, what would each of you say is the one thing you'd like to convey? Let's start with Dan. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that I would convey is don't be afraid to get something out there early. Mm -hmm. Don't think that it has to be perfect. Your community will back you if you are solving a real pain point, if it's not perfect and they'll help you make it perfect. So get, mm -hmm. get your product or whatever your solution is there out early often. We actually do this with all of our features. We have a great... Uh, what I call like design partner program or beta community program mm -hmm. and get feedback and learn fast. Is there an example then that you want to highlight where you really learned this? Yeah, I think the example was when Ori and I, there was two people in the company, mm -hmm. Ori and myself. Mm -hmm. Ori did uh, all of the development himself in our first prototype. I went around pitching this to engineering leaders. This was all back-end code. We, I kind of made a PowerPoint presentation out of it to make a little front-end. Mm -hmm. They saw what we came up with, and they said, this is amazing. Like, this is great. When is the app going to be released? Mm -hmm. And that was the way that we were able to go from, like, two people, no funding, just trying to explore if we had a concept that other people believed in to like really, really quickly, whoa, we have something big here. Like let's build, build a great company and make this happen. That's awesome. That's a great yeah. example. 
Thank you so much. And what about you, Ori? What was the lesson you would convey to some of the starting founders out there? Yeah, I think uh, Dan uh, took the best one, like the, the fast iteration, <laughs> learning fast. But, you know, my second thing is like, so, you know, iterate fast, learn super fast, be like fearless, like to look at the data and, and, and understand what it tells you and change. But then the second thing is like, don't, you always have to have like this uh, compass of where you're trying to go. I think mm -hmm. it's also as important. I always feel, you know, I get this like uh, sense with, with the team that we're trying to say, listen, like this is the change that we need to do. And mm -hmm. we're changing and when we, they got it, I'll say, okay, guys, this is the next thing. Now we need to go there. And they'll say, oh, mm -hmm. but you just uh, completed like this transformation. <laughs> you gotta know where you want, like this, uh, high level direction all the time um, and yeah don't fear that you sometimes you know you, you're gonna have such bad days right so mm -hmm. everything seems awful yeah and then you sure. go then go and choose the you know remind yourself of this like big big goal why you right what you're trying to do and you know go to sleep get some sleep it's important too Yes. Wake up and you'll know like the right answer. Okay, how do we align us a better back to like reaching that goal? Like the really that big hairy audacious goal as you mentioned, right? Exactly. So I think you uh, you raised funds last year, right? So how much is raising more funds part of that big hairy audacious goal? Or is that more like a parallel thought in your mind? Yeah, we, we will need to raise more funds. It's always there. You got, you got to work in this all the time. It depends on the, uh, the stages. Fortunately, we're getting a lot of inbound interest mm. this time. So uh, I imagine you would, yeah. But, you know, I'll, I'll give you one example. Like, yeah, there was a point in time, like in July, August, that we got like a lot of interest. I said, guys, like, no, we're heads down now. Like, so mm -hmm. I got to know when you're, you're saying, going to get back to everybody, but now like heads down, completing like a very important uh, Mm -hmm. move with the company uh so it's always there probably uh be able to like announce something and complete something towards like you know beginning of next year yeah but it's like a constant uh, work like you have to be there all the time okay yes i understand and i do think uh to agree with you so much it's important to know when you want to spend your time on fundraising and not just exactly. jump into that all the time right this is a great segue in like what's next for uh, Linear B. So you already mentioned that you might be able to announce some funding, but also is there other big hurdles that uh, you're working on, things that the listeners could potentially help you with? What do you need from our audience? Dan, you want to take this one? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that we, we've been working on and we continue to invest into is our, um, our free offering. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're, we're big believers, like we want to make sure everybody in the world has an opportunity to see if they can really embrace this async dev, you know, mm -hmm. movement. And obviously they can do that uh, utilizing linear B. So for any team that has eight or, or, or less engineers, you can just come to our website, you know, mm -hmm. sign, sign up immediately. And a lot of like the features that we've been working on are now more geared towards helping the developer and helping, you know, from the team, team leader and down and making sure that every day we're providing value with them with alerts and notifications on the code and hitting, you know, them in Slack when they need it. And so, you know, that, that's where, really where our focus is as a business for right now. 
Okay, so everyone sign up for Linear B now. What's the website to go to then? Uh, the website is linearb.io, and you can mm -hmm. just go in there and, and sign up for, for free, and you can start using our product. That's awesome, awesome. And uh, Ori, what would you say is something you could need from the audience? We love people using our product and saying what they think of. That's like the best fuel, <laughs> the best energy to every like, product-led growth company. We want to hear if you don't like it and what you don't like about it. So mm -hmm. like Dan said, just come and try our product. Every dev team in the world can try it, uh, assuming you use Git, which is again like 99% of the uh, team. So yeah, that's what we need. We want, every, we want people to try and tell us like, the, what they like, what they don't like, what we can improve. This fuel, this energy uh, helps us build like a great company. Yeah, and uh, I think a little bit of the culture comes flows through there as well. Like uh, my own culture from the Netherlands and Israeli culture is very much known for open discussions and playing hardball, being quite direct, right? But you yeah, learn from sure. that a lot, right? So very <laughs> well, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've learned it when I've been in Amsterdam. I needed like you know, uh, yeah. People are very direct, which is like yeah, quality that I really appreciate. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, thank you so much for joining this recording of the Silicon Valley Momentum podcast. It was great to have you on. Ori Karen, uh, CEO, co-founder and CEO, and Dan Lyons, co-founder and COO of Linear B. Please all sign up for this amazing product. I recommend it wholeheartedly. And if you want to be in that investment round and you need an introduction to Ori, then of course, I'm happy to provide as well. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for having us. Like what you heard? Subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Tune in next time for more tech news and interviews with some of the brightest minds in tech today.